0: The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network. Hey, this is Mike Nelson from Mystery Science Theater and RiftTracks.com, and you're listening to the greatest show on the planet, Tech Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. And I'm Justin Lemmy. Well, we're all fresh from a nice Super Bowl game this past Sunday. Oh, did you all gosh. watch it? Did you all check it out? Yes, of course I did. Yeah, Sean. You had to work, <laughs> so you saw a little
1: of it. I saw very, very few minutes of the Super Bowl. I got to enjoy a nice Notre Dame women's lacrosse game versus Michigan on the ACC Network. The game ended right before halftime, so we just we scr- we scrambled to get everything done. I got home with just enough time to watch the last three plays.
0: It was pretty wow. exciting towards the end, too, because yeah. you, know, you never knew what was going to happen. See we me and my couple of buddies that came over we actually kind of lost interest in the game mm-hmm. um I mean it was a good game yeah don't get me wrong but there was pizza and there was beer involved sure as as a, as a typical super bowl party would have you have wings uh no we just did pizza and some uh thai beef chili lettuce wraps that i made which were bomb towards like the fourth quarter my buddy mike was playing on my computer with my driving simulator with my uh thrustmaster steering wheel oh nice he was playing that where my buddy matt was playing with my oculus quest 2 and he was bashing (laughs) things in the oculus i'm the only one watching the game these guys are just playing games you know on their own see when people come over you have to hide the tech you got to put no, it I all wanted, away. Yeah, no, I wanted to show it off because you know. But no, it was it was a good game. But that halftime show, come on, yeah. What do you think about that? What, I like. What did you it. Think? See, I was, okay, so I worked in that format That's of music. Like, I don't know. I liked it. I I thought it was I good. Except it was... except I was disappointed. Why they didn't bring out that ten year old uh, hologram of Tupac? That would okay, have been cool. Well, they, they. I thought they were because they started to do California Love, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, you got, they're, they're gonna do it. They're gonna bring out." But no, instead, who do they bring out? <laughs> you got an upside down fifty cent, seventy five cent, <laughs> and I say seventy five cent because it's fifty cent with seven point five uh, percent inflation. Yes, of because course. he does not look the same. He does not. He looks like he's had a couple good steak dinners. He's passed a couple uh, years, yeah. But uh, I thought it was pretty funny because the memes just went crazy. For all of you that are online, you get on the internet. If you look for the Super Bowl memes, oh, they God. are hilarious. If you if you did not watch the halftime show, uh, Fifty Cent, you know, obviously a very famous rapper from the early two thousands, uh, he came in and did a, a a one song performance as a special guest. Yeah. He wasn't announced prior, but they brought him in upside down he was hanging from the rafters <laughs> upside down i mean it was a good half show i liked it because there was not a lot of over the top fluff no. on it i guess it was it was pretty basic and i liked dr dre where, where his little you know i guess you call it a, a station where he was you know stationed on top was a giant mixing board cuz he's a producer yeah so he had the mixing board and he was pretending to kind of mix the the audio together what i didn't like though was the way they had to edit the songs, yeah, it didn't so, flow that well. It didn't flow. it, yeah. it that's the part that kind of bothered me a little bit. But it was, it was, it was good. I liked it. I liked Eminem. I obviously I knew Eminem was going to perform "Lose Yourself." Yeah, because they had you know, to do the biggest songs. Oh, of course. Yeah. uh And then you know, next episode they yeah. did next episode and a couple other ones. But yeah, but then um I kind of felt bad for Mary J. Blige and Kendrick Lamar. Like, yeah, they were just kind of filler. They like, were there. They were, but there's a lot of fans of Mary J. Blige. I know. So, and and yeah. Kendrick Lamar, too. And he's an amazing lyricist. And Mary J. Blige is an amazing artist as well. But they're just not on the level of Snoop, Dre, and Eminem. And still disappointed they didn't bring out the hologram. And most people commented. They said, come on, it's 10 years old. They did that, what, yeah. back at, at the Coachella. And at I, I, remember watching, Coachella, yeah. I remember watching it. They were streaming it on YouTube. And I remember watching it going, wait a minute. Are you kidding yeah, me? If they can do that at Coachella, they can do it at the Super Bowl. They could have, but it was kind of bright. You know, you got to have really controlled lighting. It was was daytime. But I felt bad for you because. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Well, yeah. But that was the name of last week's show Two Rats Butts. You didn't really care.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, it's not your kind of music. I haven't read up on any of the critiques or anything. So it's. Can we talk about
0: the commercials? Oh, they were amazing. My favorite? Coinbase. I say, you know, they did some analytics and they said that one was actually considered one of the worst. Well, because all it was was a floating QR code. Yeah. (laughs) There was no words on the screen at all ever during the entire thing. But I liked it because it's different. And people are like, I mean, because me and my buddies are sitting around going, all right, who's going to scan that QR code? (laughs) It's my buddy the nerd nerd to take out the phone. Yeah, Yeah. he's like, "All right, I'll do it." And he goes, "Uh, it's a Coinbase ad." And at the end of it, we were all sitting there watching. You know, because it's the old screensaver where the block kind of bounces off the different corners of the, and and so at the end of it, he was like, "Gosh dang it! I just really wish this thing would hit the corner. You know, the the very perfect corner of it. At the very end of the commercial, it hits the corner, and we cheered more." For that,
1: than we did for a touchdown during yes. the game. Yes, ladies and yeah, gentlemen, so we, were, we are we nerds. We were it at work, yes. and uh, this, uh, I happened to be have it up while this commercial came on, and we had it up on multiple screens in the control room, right? And I think that was the, the focus of everybody else's attention, right? Not our game, which was on one small screen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so it came on, and I was like, oh, this is great. And they're like, oh, what is this? I was like, do you not remember the DVD menu, the screen saver? Yeah, uh uh-huh. No, what's I a DVD? Like,
0: well,
1: yeah, that's pretty much what it felt like, and I was like, you know, they all the people that cheer for it when it hits the corner, and sure enough, boop, yeah. right into the corner of the screen, and it was just hilarious. That, that was, was kind of
0: cool. I really do think that I like that one, but Rocket Mortgage did some good ones too. Rocket actually, Rocket Mortgage and Barbie was rated the highest, yeah, yeah the Barbie when it comes one. To yeah. that, but no, mm-hmm. that wasn't my favorite. Now, I will favorite? tell you, the two I really liked, FTX, which is another uh, exchange yep, crypto, for But crypto. What, did, what was their commercial. Their, their commercial was, see, I'm a big fan of Larry David. So their, oh, their commercial yes. was, don't be a Larry. Because yeah. it, Larry David, yeah, it, I'm always right about this. If you watch his show, <laughs> he's always the guy that is saying, yeah, on things that would have been a good idea or things that happened to him that he should have been involved in and he, he wasn't. Yep. um And that's what it was through time, the different inventions that he'd say, yeah, yeah. And when it came to crypto, uh, that was his thing. Now, what they were doing is, when it came on, uh, how many minutes into the game or something like that, they were given, FTX was doing a contest. So if you register yep. for an account, you, and you could actually win a, like, you know, a coin, which is worth quite a bit of money. Yeah, they were giving away, like, seven and a half Bitcoin total. That's quite a bit. I mean, yeah. it, it, with today's rate. Yeah, so that's been, like. Thirty thousand dollars? No, three hundred
1: thousand dollars.
0: I signed up. <laughs> I said, "What the heck?"
1: Coinbase had an outage within the first minute of the commercial airing. They had two hundred million unique hits.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, so so there there you go. Their commercial was successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so how
1: many people signed up, and how many people are now trading crypto, and how many fees are they going to get for you know oh, bank yeah. fees and stuff? Like- well, the
0: the ads remember were seven million dollars each. For those for thirty then, seconds, if you
1: had two hundred million people and only hundred million people signed up, or hundred million hits, right? Hundred million hits signed up, and then they make one transaction, yeah, you, you made your money back. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. E- easily, easily. I no, kind of, I,
1: I wonder, and you know,
0: we have seen a turn this last week in the the numbers for a lot of the, the crypto that's out there. So it's been kind of a positive yeah, thing. It, it did, it did kind of change the markets a little bit, a little bit. I yeah. mean, everything's been kind of going up these past few days since the Super Bowl, and I think it's just new investors, but. You know, the downside of that is, you know, you got a lot of whales. You got a lot of crypto. Explain what that is for people who don't know. Well, a whale is a person who is heavily invested. I'm talking millions upon millions of dollars in crypto. And they can change the market with one trade. Yeah. They can dump. That'd be like an Elon. Pulling an Elon. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But they can dump their bag of Bitcoin on, you know, the market and cause it to crash instantaneously and then they just buy it back at a cheaper price yeah. because they have so much influence over that's why they call them the crypto whales um, same thing goes for regular stock markets I mean there's not as many whales in the stock market because there's so much regulation but right. when it comes to crypto there's no regulations there was one commercial that I saw that it was a good commercial but I honestly had no idea why a lot of us thought that. Well, like, what are these ads well, for? Well, there was there was one. I can't remember exactly the commercial itself, but it was this very heartfelt, feel good message about something. Right. Right. And at the end, it was just like, boom, Toyota. We're all sitting there I like, what? remember the, that ad. What the heck was does a, Toyota have to do with blah blah blah? Wasn't a Budweiser that always had those ads that like tug your heartstrings during well during no the but game. this one was this one was a toyota commercial but it had nothing to do with cars or toyota it was something about feel good like you know try your hardest or something like, i'll have to look it back up yeah, they have seen but that. it had nothing to do with toyota and at the very end it was like boom toyota and we we're all sitting there looking he- at each other like what the heck does this have to
1: do with toyota they didn't the only two the only two commercials i got to see Right. So this is, and I haven't looked at any of them lines. I, like, hope, I I'm hoping you
0: saw the other one that I really liked. So go ahead, tell
1: me the, the Coinbase commercial and the electric Chevy Silverado commercial.
0: Is that the one with the Tommy Lee Jones? They no, to, I, yeah.
1: I did. I did end up seeing that, that one the other one night because yeah. it air, aired on the Olympics after uh, after a while last night too. So it was the Keeping Up with the Joneses one. Was yep, all the yep. that was Tommy Lee one. Jones and yep. all right. That so one, that one was cool too. The same disappointment
0: that came out of that one. You know, a guy got the same disappointment from not seeing Tupac. Because at the end, when that truck pulled up, and they all look over, I wanted it to be Tom Jones. I didn't want it to be one of the Jonas oh. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah, like, would have yeah. been better if it was Tom yeah. Jones. I, yeah, I was disappointed. I, you know I, I bet you Tom Jones is like, you can't afford me. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. When was the last time you worked, John, Tom Jones? I'm sorry. Are you when kidding me? Tom is one of the—I'm Tom, I'm a big Tom Jones fan. No, no, me too. But Tom he, is one of the most active guys at his age range. Doing shows? Where? Where? All over in England and oh, he lives in England. Okay, I think, whatever. I think he's doing them. No, he lives in he lives in Hollywood. No, dude. he lives in Beverly Tom. Hills. All right, we're gonna look yes, this he up. he Does
1: <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom, gonna... Tom Jones the the singer?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's from Wales. Where does he's he live? From
1: Wales. He's, he's Welsh. Yeah. Yeah, but he lives in Hollywood. No,
0: he doesn't live in Hollywood. Dude, I know, I know personally Kyle Hunter, my buddy Kyle Hunter, is the meteorologist for Fox 5 San Diego. He's friends with Tom Jones. He used to work for Tom Jones. I met Tom Jones. Yeah, well, he used to work <laughs> for him, and he's like, I'm over at his house like every other day. So, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, maybe he does live in <laughs> Wales, but he also has a house in Hollywood. Well, that wouldn't, be, that wouldn't be that hard to believe. I'm so insane. you saw. So what do you think about the Silverado commercial? What do you think of that one? Did you like it?
1: I mean, I, I thought it, so. It brought back. So because Eminem played the halftime show, right? It brought back heavy vibes from when he did the Chrysler commercial. It looked very similar to the Eminem oh. 300 Chrysler commercial, where it was his song oh, playing what? in the background. It was showing different scenes of Detroit, and right. this was not Detroit. It was New York, oh, right? So it was showing one. inner city driving. Um, or Jersey or wherever. It was some city in the out east. Um, And then it just, the truck pulled up. But that was the first time I'd seen, I'm a pretty big car and truck guy, right? I like to see, and I I have several of the spy sites, but that was the first information I'd seen about the electric silver out at all. Are any of you thinking about electric?
0: Does this make you even more after this? Make you think, ah, you know what?
1: It's time. Here's my concern, right? And I have another article I want to read about this too is, What's what's stopping any car manufacturer from doing subscription-based services, just like Tesla has done, where the top model you, – you buy – everybody gets the same model of car, but then you price out different options in the car. So the hardware is all the same. You just get software licenses to go faster, right? Or software licenses to get further range, or software licenses to get headlights, or, you know,
0: whatever. What? There's, okay, well, there's, there's certain regulations that you need to have. No, I uh, understand, headlight. but like yeah. what's
1: stopping car manufacturers from nickel and diming every feature in your car? No, there's like nothing. BMW, nothing. BMW yeah. charging you 699 a month to use your key fob.
0: Yeah, that's interesting the thought on that.
1: You know, yeah, would no, consumers I, yeah. revolt
0: because it was, oh, and you know they're they're saying that some of the cars that are being shipped now aren't aren't active with everything. A lot of this stuff was was harder to integrate, they didn't have all the tech, so you might have something it's not available yet, but once they do a firmware update which? How much would that cost you? Because right. I, I know my car could use a firmware update. I've got a computer in it, could use a firmware update. For Dude, me, to your go, car, your car runs like Windows ninety five. <laughs> but for okay. me to run in and go do it, I have to pay for it. And do I really need that extra navigation feature? No, I really don't. I'm fine. So I have a buddy that's got a Tesla, a Tesla Model three. And they actually said that uh, over the uh, the, unbeknownst to them, they went into their car the next morning and it said, you know, welcome new software update was downloaded and they got more horsepower out of their car and more range because when they parked their car, it said that it had like 200 miles left on a charge. When they came back the next morning, it said it had 300 miles left and they hadn't charged it at all. Oh, boy. And so the software update just unlocked, it unlocked more range and unlocked more. uh, (laughs) So, so we get loot crates in our car basically. Right. Is that, yeah, I think that's what Sean's saying is that this idea is that this could be, I mean, if Taco Bell can sell a subscription for tacos, why couldn't a car manufacturer like GM or or Ford? By the way, that, that taco subscription is awesome. You get a taco. You both are mm-hmm. giving it thumbs up. Oh yeah, I gave a thumbs 10 up bucks and I a gave month it some for money. taco
1: a day. Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah. Every day you have to have a taco. I drive
1: by two taco Bells on my way to work. Yeah. I'm bound to stop at one of them for a free taco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, I kind of but I kind of wonder about that. You know, um they just announced this week that coming, you know, I I couldn't believe that it was only out for a year. The DeLorean it was what one was year. It only one year. One year. But the what, car. What, it, it, what year was it? Uh, Eighty. I think it was eighty-one to eighty-two. Or but think about this. That car has been, is 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 everybody's mindset because of Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's been around forever, but it was yeah. only made for one year. That's crazy yeah, because
1: it was only made for one year because it's a garbage car. It weighs like forty-eight hundred pounds,
0: <laughs> like a Rolls Royce.
1: <laughs> it's it it was under under it underperformed at the weight. It just got terrible gas mileage. It just was not a well-received car. But it, it can just, go it just... back
0: in time, bro. At
1: <laughs> 88 miles an hour
0: and you're set. Yeah. <laughs> but now they're coming out with an electric version of the DeLorean. It's going to be an all-electric version. They just announced it this week. So, I mean, if you want to have that look, we're going to see that more and more. But it's just, I, I think you're dead on with that. That we're Manufacturers are going to find a way to say, hey, if you want this feature, it's going to cost you this much per month. Hmm.
1: Right. So so look at it this way, too, right? Because, you know, right, because any anytime there's been software or subscriptions or online anything, right, it only takes X amount of time before somebody hacks it. So there is yeah, going to be true. a black market for car upgrades. It's not going to be chop shops. It's going to be software upgrades. You, no, that's, be a, that's a
0: really good analogy right
1: there. Wasn't there a problem with people hacking cars?
0: For yes. a the, yeah. so,
1: it, so you look at all these other security, you know, we get ransomware every day somewhere, right? So what's stopping somebody from locking your car out, coming up yep. on your computer screen with a black with a mask on, saying you owe me ten Bitcoin to unlock your car?
0: <laughs> like <laughs> jokes on you. It's not my car anymore. No. And then and then there's the idea. Could they be selling cars like that as well? Like subscription. You know, we call well, it a lease. We call it a, a a purchase. Instead, you subscribe to the car. So so since we're on this topic, I saw an article today that that, that talks about car sales. Y'all have heard of that, uh, the car sale, uh, seller, uh, Carvana. Yeah. Yeah. They have the, you, you should see this in Phoenix. I bought my car is just up the, down the street from them. They have a kiosk and yeah. it's, it's like, I don't know the, how many like levels. Seven stories tall. Yeah. And there's cars in there. So you go in, yeah. I don't know if Good. you put a big coin in there and you get a car, but that's what you do. Well, so there's a story out today and this was actually local to Denver news, but I'm sure it's going to make national news really quickly. But there was a guy who purchased a car from Carvana because he wanted to do. He didn't want to go to the traditional route. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes to deal with car salesmen, even though it's gotten a lot better over the last you know ten or twenty years. People still have this stigma of car salesmen being scummy and cheap and wanting to screw you over, you know, kind of thing. I I, I, I bought my my Chrysler from Jim Click and I loved it, and I still I still loved it. Again, it's changed over yeah. the past like decade or so, but people still have that stigma of car salesmen. So Carvana kind of capitalized on that stigma and was like, look, you can just buy it online. You never have to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. But what happened with him is he bought this car and then like a month later, the car gets repoed from his driveway because it was a stolen vehicle. Whoa. How'd That, that happen? had a second title... Hold on. So it was stolen from, I want to say, okay, so he lived in Denver. He lives in Denver. The car was stolen from, I want to say, Arkansas. I want to say Arkansas. Oh my Lord. And had a second title pulled on it in California. Then it was bought by Carvana. And then Carvana sold it to this guy in Denver only for it to be found and then repoed back because it was a stolen vehicle. Wouldn't they know from the VIN number though? I, apparently not the other thing was is they were he was talking to some other people that bought carvana cars and they were saying that carvana when you buy a car because again you don't get to actually see the car in person when you buy it you have to buy it and then it gets shipped to you what they're doing is they're sending you the worst model that you bought the worst oh, in their man. inventory basically they're going to send you the worst one with the most damage wow or or possibly a a, a car that was crashed and then uh, re- reconstructed, but then they weren't never reported, or Carvana hides it. I'll tell you what, that's why I like Carfax. Well, that's the thing, but yeah, but the thing is you pull a Carfax, Carvana covers it up. No, you, can, su- you, can, you, can, you can subscribe and, and actually get your very own carfax based on that vin number they can't they they can't cover it up apparently they're doing something about that because how could a car get a second title pulled unless it had its vin number replaced so i'm not accusing carvana but this is what this story is sounding like is that carvana is doing some shady stuff and then if you get this bad car you go and you tell them hey i don't like this car it's got damage it's got scratches blah, blah blah then only then will they send you a new brand new model of that same car they're basically trying to get rid of the worst of their inventory first because they know that you're not going to notice because you've already bought the car and now it finally gets to be in your hands. Yeah. And so it's really, really bad look for Carvana. I, You know, I'm one of those that I like to kick the tires and check things out. Yeah. Although, let's face it, you know, Amazon has changed a lot of that, especially when it comes to tech. You know, we buy stuff yeah. sometimes now. We buy it without even, you know, checking it out. I I, yep. I ordered something I was gonna show on television. And for those who don't know, when I when I show stuff on TV, sometimes the manufacturer will send us stuff. We get to play around with it and we send it back. Or sometimes we go out and we buy our own stuff. And I saw this thing advertised Wonderbone on uh Amazon. And I thought, Oh, this looks kinda cool. Be good to show, you know, like what what animals can get as far as toys, you know, like a, a dog or a or a cat. So I bought this thing, it was 70 bucks and it arrived and I charged it up, I got a full charge out of it and I turned it on. it seemed like, oh, this would be cool, dogs would like it. Like you put this Wonder Bone in the middle of the room and if a dog approaches it, it'll start jumping around and it's, you know, you could control it with your smartphone or it, it senses the dog and it will move and all that. That battery was dead the next day, even after a full charge again, after testing it out, unplugging it, Right? And just leave and turning it off, leaving it. And the next day, the, I had to recharge it again. I said, nah, nah. So I set it back. But that's the way it is now with a lot of the things when it comes to tech. We don't really put our hands on it. We just get yeah. it sight unseen well, and hope it works. But like you just said, Amazon, right? They got their return policy. Yeah, You don't like it, return it. Boom. They're done. good no about No questions that. asked. For anybody who's ever thought about ordering, their, their return policy is pretty good. Sometimes you can actually order something and it doesn't it doesn't matter what the price is because there there was a, actually a really good uh YouTube video I watched on this I can't remember who did the YouTube video but it was talking about the Amazon return policy the 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 returns a lot of times just end up in the landfill they don't even go back to the manufacturer yeah. or the seller they a lot of times they just end up in the landfill so sometimes they'll even say you know what you don't like it just keep it keep it then we'll give you your money back there is a product i bought I'm not going to say the product because it wouldn't be fair to them. Uh, I think I spent $119 for it and I got it. And I really just, uh, I did. I thought, nah, you know what? I don't need this. And I tried to return it and they wouldn't take the product back. They Mm -hmm. issued me a full refund. And I said, well, what do I do with this? They go, just, you can, you know, give it to a friend. They can't return it or you can throw it away. Because it costs them more money to actually get it back than it is for them to resell it. And that's, that's the whole point of this video I was watching was that it actually cost the seller more money to have it repackaged back up and shipped back to them than it is for them just to say cut their losses and be like, you know what, just keep it. We'll give your money back. Yeah. Yeah, I still have it. And I, I feel bad. I don't want to use it. Like, I, I could use it, but it really had nothing. It did nothing for me. Yeah, but you and feel it, guilty if you do. Cause... Yeah, I feel like I took the app off my phone, and I said, okay, that's it. I'm not going to use it anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it's sitting in the box somewhere. So, oh, wow. I don't know. Maybe I should send it to you. <laughs> oh, maybe. DeMar yeah, Sean. Let's see We right, ne- we never We never found out from you, though, Justin. Would you consider getting an electric car? Uh, I have thought about it. I, I have. But the thing is, my, my problem is people say that electric cars are the future. But what people don't realize is that the batteries that are manufactured for these cars are just as destructive to the environment as the car Mm-hmm. As the as the savings in fossil fuel by not buying gasoline. I mean, you're talking about lithium and 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 all these other these things that have to be mined out of the earth to make these batteries. And then when they make the batteries, they're not landfill friendly. Aren't they talking like these, about shipping them off to the moon? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Let's get let's get Tesla to get their SpaceX <laughs> stuff going and ship these off to the moon. Yeah. Whatever. But. They're, the batteries will end up dying eventually, and they cannot be recycled, and they have to be put in these giant landfills that are classified—not classified, but they're just— It's they're, not going to be good they're for like the like environment. They're, 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 hazardous they're, materials. Hazardous
1: materials. Thank you, Sean. Yes, because they can't be—they can't do anything with them. The big controversy around the, the progression of batteries is the, the mining of the precious metals for the battery, the lithium, sulfur, the, you know, those things. It's it's a it's considered to be a lot like blood diamonds. Yeah. Yep. Where they're mining these in countries that have overreaching governments and a poor population, and you have the working class mining for dirt poor wages when they're selling these for millions of dollars mm-hmm. to places that want electric cars. So yeah. there's a lot of controversy around batteries in terms of are we being humanely responsible in achieving these products?
0: That's the problem. We're not being responsible with this, but yet it gives people this feel good feeling that, oh, I'm buying an electric car. I'm saving the environment. No, you're not.
1: Where do you get your power from at home?
0: I get it from about 70% of it's solar. And then oh. the other 30% is from the grid. Right.
1: Right. So that 30% is still Likely burned by uh-huh. fossil fuels. Fossil fuels, yeah. Mm-hmm. So somebody that is, doesn't, doesn't have any solar, doesn't have any wind, doesn't yep. have any hydro, Yep. right? How are they charging their car? They're probably using more fossil fuels exactly. to charge their car than they're saving by not driving their car. Thank you
0: very much. Good point. People yep. just go home and they plug their car in. They go, ah, no
1: big deal. I'm
0: saving the environment. No, you're not. The electric car market is only hurting one Industry, and that is the convenience store industry. Why is that? Well, because you don't need to stop for gas anymore. (laughs) Therefore, you don't need to stop for 7-Eleven donuts or, you know, the the Uh, taquitos. Oh, I love those taquitos, though. Yeah, Yeah, I know. so
1: So no longer will you have to walk to the gas station to get gas if you run out. You'll just have to flip out a solar panel on the top of your car and wait. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. Wait till it charges. Yep. You know? All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back with more of Tech Talk Radio.
1: And now back
0: to Tech Talk Radio.
1: So in the last segment we talked about car subscriptions and subscriptions base and stuff like that. Would you buy a Intel processor that you knew you bought at a certain certain price but could pay more later to upgrade it? I've heard that they were thinking about doing this. Wait, what? Yeah, this is really a trip. When I saw this story, so, I thought, wait a minute. So last September, uh, somebody in the Linux community found in the patch notes for Intel that Intel is making a Xenon processor that has, it's scalable. Right now, it's only apparently it's for Linux. Um, but it says that you can, it'll, it'll throttle your clock speeds. Mm-hmm. It'll throttle your hyper threading. It'll hi- throttle your available cores. Okay, how long is this until take, you pay up?
0: Okay, how long is this going to take until somebody hacks this? I'm going to give it. I was thinking the hours. same thing. Somebody oh, would come yeah, along and try and be hack it
1: immediately. But um, it, just the fact that a large company like Intel is trying to do something where it's you buy a chip that is capable of doing, let's say, 24 cores at 4.2 just, gigs, right? I, but you only bought the license to do 16 cores. At 3.4 gig.
0: Well, don't okay. So don't you go through this in the camera industry? We talked about this last week. Yes,
1: yes, we do. So, so
0: you buy a camera that's capable of doing 4K, but you only pay a license for 1080p. That's all you're
1: getting. But it could do more. Correct. And granted, that's okay. I mean, it's nice to be able to do that, but it's it's frustrating.
0: Well, so I don't understand this. So what you're saying is, if we if we think about this logistically. What they're doing is they're making a $1,000 processor, but they're selling it to you at $300, but only unlocking 25% of its availability. And then what they're planning on doing is making their money back in the future and saving silicon and saving the manufacturing process by simply allowing you to unlock... More when it's required. As the processor gets older, and and software gets faster, and more things happen, then you pay a license fee to unlock the next level of your processor. So I get it. It it underst- it, it 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 saves silicon, saves the manufacturing process. But I I, I go back to my first statement. It's going to be hacked immediately.
1: Right. But, but what happens when you sell it?
0: Yeah. Exactly. See, the, okay, does that the, license the, go with it?
1: Well, do, if the do, license now is burned I have to have ROM, a registry for my licenses, and I have to make sure that I what happens I if you have
0: to reinstall Windows or Linux or whatever. Well, no, it would be all be but uh, It would be right, am saying. Know,
1: if I reinstall yeah. Windows, I re, I know which version of Windows I have. Yeah, but, but I don't I'm install saying whatever version of Windows and then put in my key and it says, oh, here's ten. No, no, I I know I get that, but like so is what Andrew was just saying. Like, and I said
0: if it's burned into ROM on the chip that you've unlocked, you know, level five of 10, then I guess, yes, you could resell it and say, this is, uh, you know, level five of Intel chip out of 10. But, but again, going back to it's, it's going to be hacked. Well, here's the other downside to this. I mean, and you know, when you think about it, it's kind of cool that, okay, maybe I can't afford to be able to do, you know, uh, 16 cores, and I'd like to have that in the future, but right now I can only afford this. I like that idea. <clears throat> All right, yes, but here's the downside. One of the things, and I, I just went through this. I just recently upgr- built a new machine. Yeah. And I went through that experience of picking, I want the Asus 590. I want the 11700 processor. The problem is you're not going to get the benefit of the technology now in a brand new motherboard. The motherboard changes as processors change. Okay. You get new features on those motherboards. okay, what about that? okay, then what if they do that same thing? What if they sell you a motherboard that can be unlocked for better features later on? I see problems. No, I do too. but yeah. I, I like the I like where their heads at. I like the idea because mainly because you're saving silicon. Mm-hmm. You're saving the components. you're saving all of those manufacturing processes that because people are constantly upgrading, Physically their their products. So if you can save on that, you're gonna produce less waste. Right? Well,
1: you're right. I agree with you on that. And I think it's great because you have now you do have one series of chip and you buy at what you want. So sure. They're producing the same chip no matter what you buy. Yeah. So they make ten million chips instead of making ten million of this spec, ten million of that spec, ten Exa- million yeah. of this spec. There you million- go. They're they're just selling you ten, you're buying out of the pool of ten million instead of buying out of the pool of fifty. So
0: so how could they stop hackers? Oh, what 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 kind of technology out there could stop? Somebody hackers? will crack it. Yeah, but but there's got to be a technology out there that could. I mean, look at okay, look at I'm totally gonna go on a complete tangent here. Look at video games and cheaters like Call of Duty, right? Mm-hmm. They always are trying to combat cheaters by releasing these anti-cheat software that these games run that potentially will find cheaters and block them from the game. Then they hack that. <laughs> well, And then they have to update it. So it's a, it's a right. cat and mouse game, right? Cat yeah. and mouse. So how could they do that with physical, hardware
1: well i mean you can look at it the way windows does it where your hardware identifier reaches out to the microsoft server and it says oh, oh hey you changed your hardware you're not going to work with windows anymore there could be a hardware identifier that reaches out you turn your computer on and i really it, and you honestly, connect you connect it to the internet and it goes hey this is this this is what we should be set at honestly though
0: i really wouldn't use microsoft as an example here sean because it's so easy to just call microsoft and say I upgraded this piece of hardware. They're like, oh, here's your new license key, yeah. even though you may not have actually done that.
1: So how easy would it be to say that to Intel, right? You know what sure. I mean? Sure.
0: That's what I'm asking. What is the foolproof method for Intel to not allow hackers to do this? Because it would be a disaster for them as a company if this they did this and then this product got hacked in 24 hours. Yeah, I've been building computers for over twenty years, and yeah. you know, I know that well, again, too. again, yeah, all of us, I think, have done this. Where we just uh, we move with the times, new motherboard, new memory. We got new, you know, DDR five, DDR four. Yep. We've been through that whole route. That yep. whole route. At this point, does certain technology stop? I, I mean, their idea is a great idea, but I'm thinking it's pushing everything else back. Which graphics card is going to come out? Come on, let's face it. People are spending the most money right now. Um, CPUs and graphics cards. That's where they're that's what they're looking at is graphics cards. Even even Nvidia right now has come out and said, well, that thirty ninety we were talking about, yeah, we're going to be quiet for for a little while because they just don't have that capability. Now, if they had a card that unlocked and kept jumping up, it gave you more capabilities. But trust me, you're going to be paying through the nose for that when it yep. comes out. yep, that's true. Or like Sean said, it's subscription.
1: Oh, you want this?
0: It'll cost you this much.
1: Yeah, that's that, that's I kind guess. of where I was getting okay, at, right? I see. yeah. So you, you used our cameras, for example, right? Yeah. So we bought our cameras for a set price because we know we bought them with the, at the license for 1080i, right? Mm-hmm. We could jump up to 1080p or 4K, right? We would pay a set fee for that. If they came to us and said, yeah, if, if you want 1080p, we'll charge you 200 bucks a month.
0: Right. Who's, who, who makes your cameras? Grass Valley. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. 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 Good company. So, it's been around yeah. a long time. Yeah.
1: I mean, I could see them saying, like, we could do like a month to month where if you needed it for a month, you could pay X amount. They do that, right? They lease you licenses for a set period of time.
0: Okay. Yep. Like a Center for processors.
1: Right. but <laughs> what's, what's stopping wow. Intel from saying, you bought this card at 450 $450, whatever the price is could be, right? But we see that you're at the lowest tier. Why don't you jump up to the next tier for 20 more bucks a month? 20 bucks a month.
0: We're so used now to spending money on on Netflix and Amazon and yep. Hulu and the prices are going up on those. We're so used to sp- dropping we never think, "Oh, 10 bucks a month, no problem." Yep. Put an extra, you know, $120 in their pocket uh for by going up $10 a month. So suddenly What was that's when guaranteed you started income.
1: watching so but Netflix, you use Netflix as an example in there. They just raised their prices to 19.99. Yeah. What was the price? Do you remember what the price was when you first went to Netflix? It might have been like
0: 9.99. I'm thinking even cheaper, like 7.99. Well, wait, hold on. Are you talking about when the DVD got mailed or are you talking about when the streaming what, service what, what
1: started? What was this when you first started watching Netflix or using Netflix?
0: Yeah. What was 7.99 your monthly cost? $7.99. Yeah, 7.99, I think.
1: Yep. Yeah. And how many DVDs could you get?
0: 2? Yeah, and then you had to back. You ever lose one? Time. Oh, man. <laughs> well, no, I did. I've, I, Well, I actually scratched one, and they were just like, yeah, whatever. It's no big deal. But if you kept doing it over and over, then they would red flag your account. I lost one once. I'll tell you something about Netflix. Uh, I lost one once. Somebody turned it in, and they'd already taken the money out of my account, and then they went ahead and gave me the money back, which I, I thought actually, was cool. I actually scratched one, and I said to Netflix, I said, I'm sorry. I scratched it, and they're like, yeah, no big deal. Just keep it. It, it this is your one off, Justin? You know? I think you were doing the show with us when we had the CEO of Netflix, Reed sh- Hastings. And we had him on the show on yeah, TikTok this way yeah. back in the day, and that's when you know they were talking about where they were going to be going with that. That's crazy. I can't. I wow. I can't remember because that was you here. should find that, was, that
1: and we should air that as I like need the oh retro.
0: That would we, be kind of cool. We got a lot of them. Brian Burke. We got him from Nvidia. I, you know, we got a I've, lot of the old people. I've got another story that we have to talk about that just hit the the news this week. So Best Buy. Now God love Best Buy, right? Because they they have really come back from like the brink of dead, right? Yeah. Best Buy is is as big, if not bigger, than it ever was before because they've got new leadership and they're doing things differently. Right. And people love Best Buy. Yeah. They recently decided to release a bunch of GPUs. Now, remember how hard it is to get a graphics card right now, yeah, right? Yeah. Because of all the scalpers. So, here in Best Buy with its infinite wisdom, since Sean is cringing right now, what did they do? I, I,
1: I know what this is. I don't know. I, know. I haven't yeah. heard
0: this yet. So, Best Buy decided, hey, let's release a bunch of GPUs. We're going to buy up a, like a thousands of GPUs. We're going to buy them and we're going to release them to our customers, but only... If they pay for a Total Tech subscription. I saw that when I was in the store so, the other day. I didn't know what that was. So so the, they said, you know what? This is going to prevent the scalpers because they're going to have to buy a $199 Total Tech subscription in order to even get access to buy the GPU. So now this subscription, what it does? Total Tech. So Total Tech basically gets you like free Geek Squad service. Um, you get uh, uh, access to, like, flash sales and things that, that other people don't get access. To. So it's kind of like just being a, a premium member. You if, can if you call, and, like, tech support 24-7, right? Sure, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, so it's c- kind of like that, yeah. So, I mean, there are benefits to the total tech, but when they released it and said, this is going to prevent the scalpers from getting <laughs> the GPUs, sure. the scalpers said exactly that. They are like... <laughs> Yeah, funny. Yeah, good. Good try. The scalpers, literally, one guy, one guy here on uh, PCMag.com said Total Tech did more to help scalpers than anything else. Who bought 20 GPUs after Best Buy decided to place the products behind an expensive membership paywall? So this guy literally paid uh, the the Total Tech membership. For all of those GPUs that he purchased, and and, and basically just gonna mark up mark up his his cost on on the scalped items, and Best Buy's going, oh man! We Why did they just up? make it one per person? You know well, one, that's one, the one... thing. That's the thing. That's what they should have done. That's what everybody should be doing, but nobody's doing it. I still keep seeing. You know they keep saying the thirty fifty is going to be out for two hundred fifty bucks, which yep. we'll have to see if that actually if you can get your hands on one. Yeah, you're not going to be able to.
1: The only way you are going to stop scalpers is if you do a in-person, one-only brick-and-mortar store. It's the only way you're going to get around that. Which Best Buy could have totally done. They didn't make you go
0: in the store. You could get it online, right? But I think, honestly, they did this. I think they did this because they knew they could make more money as a company knowing that it wasn't going to stop the scalp. Oh yeah. They're going like, to,
1: they're, they're going to come out and say, I, I guarantee this is just big business attitude, right? It's yeah. We don't care about the consumer. Yeah. We're just going to make money, but we're going to yeah. make it seem like we care about the consumer by saying, exactly. this is totally going to work. Now it, it's kind of shady that they said you have to buy the subscription. I saw a lot of people were upset about that. Right. Cause it's just unfair that now I have to subscribe to something I don't want. To get a product that I know is going to be overpriced. Yep. It's frustrating to the consumer, but yep. Best Buy doesn't care because they sold them.
0: Yeah, they sold the. Not only did they sell the GPUs, they, they sold the subscriptions to this Total Tech service. So now, 199 bucks for a year. After a year, they can cancel, right? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming. Pretty sure that they'd I'm, be able uh, yeah, to. Yeah, I'm
1: assuming. But they made then their money happens, back. You forget. What happens when you forget?
0: Yeah, yeah. Then you just just like
1: every <laughs> other subscription you have, you forget, and yep. then then you look at your bill crap what was that 199 hours for oh man i've got another year
0: there's a yep. lot of there's a i know there's a lot of people even listening right now that like the idea of having somebody they could pay a flat fee for so maybe you know for best buy it was a good idea but again it wasn't good for all of us that are trying to buy a graphics card and at a reason, you know de- reasonable decent price it's not going to happen so for it, years it's it's going to be a while all right we can take another break we come back we got more tech talk radio for you standing by now back to Tech Talk Radio. Andy, now during the break, you were mentioning it, you had a question. Yes. yes, I wanted to ask it on the show. Okay. You know, we 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 have a long conference. The show usually runs two hours, and we cut it down to for you guys <laughs> to and about actually an it hour. It runs about four hours. Yeah, but you don't get to see all that other stuff. <laughs> and so I said, "Oh, I have a question I want to ask on the show because you guys both have Nintendo Switches, right?" Yeah. So yes. I was in uh, I was in uh, uh, Walmart the other day, and I noticed. They had some Nintendo Switches on the shelves. They oh, also wow. had the Xbox S series, which I thought was kind of cool. Series S. Series S, yes. Yeah. But I was thinking, okay, when you buy, because I was thinking of buying it, showing it for the TV segment, and then maybe keeping it, you know, it was going to be 300 bucks. But n- Nintendo or the Xbox? The Nintendo. Okay. Right? But then I thought, oh, I'm going to have to buy a game? Does it come with anything? When nope. you buy a Nintendo Switch, nope. somebody goes in the store, what do they get with it? A Nintendo Switch.
1: They get a Nintendo Switch, the two Joy-Cons, and that's it.
0: And a docking station and a power supply. They do get yeah, a docking a do- station. Yeah, okay. it comes with a
1: docking station. So now it, and the games the, are expensive. The Switch, aren't they? the Switch the Switch Lite does not come with a docking station.
0: Yeah. Does yeah. it? No, 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 it does not. No, it does not. But no, so the games are not all expensive. If you want to buy the AAA titles, but the, the, the Nintendo branded ones like uh Mario Kart or Zelda Legend of Zelda or or, or Mario Party, sure. You're going to pay the $59.99. That's the, pretty much the standard price for a game. But Nintendo is great with the indie community. And when I say indie, I mean independent. Right. Independent developers. So, Sean, you, you know this. You can go into the Nintendo eShop and buy games for $1.99.
1: Yeah, there are plenty of games that are good uh, that um, are on the eStore that are in the rain. You could, sp- you could spend anywhere from $2.00. To $60 on games, right? Right. And it depends on what genre of game you want to play. But there are a lot of good independent games.
0: So if I was to buy the Switch, is there some kind of an account? Like, you know, you have with Steam or... Yeah, you sign up for a Nintendo account. Yeah, it's a Nintendo account. And you can just download the games from there. Yep. How about like Donkey Kong? Uh, Well, okay, for Donkey Kong, if you want the original Donkey Kong, you have to subscribe to the Nintendo Online, which gives you access to... A lot of the original Nintendo Entertainment System games and Super Nintendo, and then there's like an add-on, uh, which is like another. F- so Nintendo Online is like fifty
1: bucks a year. I want to say it's twenty nine ninety nine a year. So okay, thirty bucks a year. A year. So uh-huh. Sean knows
0: more about this. Go ahead, Sean.
1: So, so the online account you pay. It's I think it's just over thirty dollars a year. And okay. That gets you access to being able to play online with your friends so a lot of the games that are out there mario golf you know they all are multiplayer so you can play online with your friends but it also gives you access to their collection of nes original nintendo games oh nice emulated for the switch then they added super nintendo games emulated for the switch yep now uh, maybe about six months ago or right before christmas they announced hey nintendo 64 games but hmm. you have to move up to the next tier of online. Yeah. So, so now you got to pay thirty nine ninety nine a month or thirty nine ninety nine for the year. Right. Yeah. So, so it's going to be like a year. It's not a monthly subscription. It's a yearly yeah. subscription. Right. Yeah. So, but for me, that's fair. I like that. Right. I have a Super Nintendo Classic. I've got an NES Classic. Right. Um, and those have a good collection of games. But there are a different collection of games available on the online portion. So you can play certain ones there, but you can't play certain ones there. So uh, it's worth it to me. I like playing the old classic games. When I I kind of get in a rut of what games I want to play, I'll just jump on there and play original Mario. Or I've been replaying through Ocarina of Time for the 64 on my Switch. Because the only other... I mean, I have a 64 and the original version of Ocarina of Time, right? But it's not convenient for me when I'm traveling or when I'm going somewhere to take a Nintendo 64 with me, find a TV that accepts... Comp- composite signal, yep. component signal, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, so being able to play it on the switch is good. Now you'll get you'll get the 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 purists that say it's not a true feel, it's not emulated well enough. But to me, I don't even notice. It looks this looks just like I played it when I played it on the sixty four.
0: Speaking of the Nintendo sixty four, there has been some big, huge rumblings. I almost want to say it's an earthquake feeling, but The best game for the Nintendo 64, in my opinion, and many other opinions, GoldenEye 007. Right. That game basically defined that Nintendo 64 64, genre. yeah, it did. I mean, it really did. And they're talking about that the new HD remastered version is about to be announced in the coming weeks, but not for Nintendo. It's for the Xbox. You're kidding me! Yep. Wow. Well, yeah, I do know that Microsoft has been pushing for the Switch to start. Uh, obviously, with their purchase, they want the Nintendo Switch to carry Call of Duty, the yeah. the, the franchise, which yep. well, I think would be good. That yeah, be but it neat. can't run. It can't run on the Switch. The hardware just won't support it. Well, it just means... if it did, it's going to look like. Poo poo. It means Nintendo would have to upgrade the hardware and sell well, new devices. Yeah, but, right? Okay, okay, trying to get Nintendo to upgrade their hardware is like pulling teeth. Yeah. I, I don't, don't, I don't so know. so. But-
1: while, while I agree with you that GoldenEye is a staple of the Nintendo 64 world, I don't think it's the best one for the 64.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, agree to disagree, but sure.
1: All right, what perfect, you know, perfect,
0: perfect dark. Well, then with, oh. th- with this,
1: no. So, with this, we're, we're going to
0: have to see because next week, It's the release, and I know Justin. You you gave it up of uh, Valve's Steam Deck, which a lot of people have been excited about. And I, uh, Sean, you saw something today that means that if people want to get you know break it down, and maybe they break it by throwing it or whatever, uh, they're (laughs) they're going to be able to order parts for it.
1: So um, I saw an article online that I, if, if if you're into hardware repair at all. The website you go to to find a breakdown is iFixit. Oh, yeah. Right. They became very popular for breaking down the original iPhones. Uh, they have, you can go all the way back to the original iPhone, see teardowns, how to replace batteries, all that stuff. They did a breakdown for the Steam Deck, a full breakdown. So you can think of anything you want to fix or repair or replace. You can find it on, on their website now. But what's cool about it is they will be selling official valve replacement parts from their website. Oh, oh nice. wow, so they
0: got licensed. Yeah.
1: So, if if you in you know, if you rage quit and you dr- you smash your Steam Deck into the ground, you break the case or you you know, break the screen, head over to iFixit, buy a new screen, follow the guide and replace it.
0: I um uh, there was a guy that I know, Chris, who posted on Facebook that his screen cracked on his Samsung uh on a smartphone and uh people were saying, "Oh, you know, you can go to this place at the mall, and they'll do it. And I know there are people out there that do a great job with it. But honestly, I fix it. Uh, I bought a kit for my iPad, which I still haven't done. Justin, you keep asking me what I do during the day now that I i don't have, like, a middle-day job. Yeah. Um. Maybe that's one thing I should do, start yeah. to get that done. <laughs> um, I keep listening to Phil from ZipRecruiter, who for some reason thinks... I want to be a CDL truck driver. So <laughs> how do How did, How did they figure that one out? Hey, they make good money. Yeah. Well, either way, See, um, you
1: could be you could be a truck driver. We could build a mobile rig and take our show on the road.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could also become a truck driver and deliver all that stuff that you're storing for me in your in your storage locker. <laughs> oh, finally. <laughs> uh, either way, um, so some good stuff, ifixit.com, good website. Speaking of that, we got a website of the week Justin's going to share with us coming up, which we've talked about before, but there's a new Fast it to it that's coming up you can find us on the web at techtalkradio.com and now back to tech talk radio so we've talked about this website before it is a flight tracking website it's called adsbexchange.com don't ask me what adsb stands for but it's adsbexchange.com so you can like you can see in real-time view all the different flights that are happening around the world from from commercial, to private, to military, to drones. Oh, this drones. is cool. Yeah, so you can see that, but, but there's a new add-on that I found on Reddit. And right. it, it, if you're on Chrome, and there's there's one on Firefox too, but it's not as good as the one in Chrome. What, is it got- an extension? It's an extension, yes. Ah, I hate those things. But it's called the ADSB add-on. All right. So you download this extension to Chrome. When you go into ADSB, you can click. On, there's a whole new section where it talks about like interesting filters. All right. And let me give you a couple examples. Russian military, Chinese military, companies, actors in Hollywood. Wait, actors in Hollywood? Yep. So you, you, so you could click on that and it'll show you any actor that's in the air? Yep. How do they know? And what level? Is it well, like A-list? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And then obviously, uh, making Eddie Deason flying across the sky. Shush your mouth. Let me talk about this. <laughs> elon they actually have a filter for elon musk because he flies around so much nasa north korea drones heads of state people doj athletes area 51 and televangelists you can actually track these people and what it does is when you click on that filter it shows you what aircraft are in the air that fits that category then what you do is you click on that aircraft and it will tell you who it's registered to like for instance jim carrey just came back from hawaii Like I saw him go from Long Beach, California, to Hawaii, and then come back today, and he was back. I followed Angelina and Brad Pitt's plane, which you know they're not together anymore, but the that'd be an interesting flight if it was. (laughs) Yeah, but it flew from Santa Barbara up to Seattle, Washington. So it must have it must have a database that Across Poles that says, okay, this celebrity, this celebrity owns this plane. If they're in the air, that's oh, that's kind of cool. It's all publicly available data. It just compiles all that data into one place. So that way you don't have to go look up the tail number or the FAA registration number of each plane to find out who owns it. But that's what this extension does for you is it looks up all that information for you. So you can just click on it and know whose plane it is.
1: So you said you didn't know what ADSB stood for. So I looked it up. All right. It is automatic dependent surveillance broadcast. Oh wow! Which is a primary technology supporting the FAA's next-generation air transport and air transportation system, which shifts aircraft separation and air traffic control from ground-based radar to satellite-derived technology. But wow!
0: This is only though if a celebrity owns the plane. Like, I'm on IMDb. I've got a profile, right? So if I fly on United Airlines, no, look at there goes Andy Taylor. No, it doesn't. Not not (laughs) public. No, yeah, but no, no, exactly. That's not public. Plus, plus. You don't own the plane. <laughs> it only tracks the plane, not the occupants. Okay. So even though I, I tracked, uh, you know, Jim Carrey's plane, it doesn't necessarily mean that Jim Carrey himself was in Hawaii. It ah. was his plane was in Hawaii. I got it. Okay. That's kind of cool. I like yeah. that. All right. One more time. Uh, it's ADSB Exchange. So what was the ADSB stands for again?
1: Automatic Dependent Surveillance Broadcast.
0: Okay, ADSB exchange, yeah, AD, yeah, exact surveillance, yeah, anything with surveillance in it. ADSBexchange.com. Look for the add-on on Chrome called ADSB add-on, and then you can have this for your own computer. All right, what a show! That wraps up this week. We'll be back next week with more of Tech Talk Radio. Make sure you follow us, like us. Uh, oh, the you... Queen
1: of England's flying! Oh, Where's sorry. she going?
0: Uh, Wales. No, it's just her Corgi. Oh, okay. M- Mike,
1: if you're listening, I'm sorry we didn't get to your build, but I have two builds for you that are under $1,000, and we did it.
0: Uh, we'll put it on the uh, blog. All right, blog.techtalkradio.com. Uh, like us, comment. Uh, you can find us again on our website, techtalkradio.com. Have yourselves a great week. See you.